Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Football. And welcome into a bonus episode here. That's right. A bonus episode of Purple Daily today. Because we listen to the people, Judd. And there is a certain section of this fan base that's sick of the tanking talk, although we've banned that word. Yeah, we don't on talk this about show. No, we talk about opportunities, opportunities to make your team better for the future. There's certain fans right. that just want to talk about the path forward here. A team yeah. that's lost a bunch of close games, a team that shouldn't be two and four, but is <laughs> with a bunch of winnable games on the horizon on the schedule. So I think I'm more open to this exercise than you are. I feel like you are just being dragged into this against your will. But the goal nope. of today's bonus episode nope, is to mm-hmm. we're going to carve a path to nine wins. Mm-hmm. Okay. How do you feel about this? Um, I'm all in for it. I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be difficult, but I think we can do it. You might need to, to crack a surly here for this one, actually. Tell the audience uh, when you're when you're feeling a little anxiety about the Viking schedule. <laughs> Thank God there's one nearby because it's um, from our friends at Surly Brewing. It is a before I die. Look at that. That is an absolutely great can. This can speaks to the mission. And the mission for this team, for its fan base, is not nine wins. The mission is a Super Bowl championship. Someday, a Lombardi trophy to be hoisted by the Vikings by Quasi Dofamensa, Kevin O'Connell, whoever the quarterback is. And when that day comes, you know what? We will reconsider the name of our favorite beer. But for now, Before I Die speaks to the mission. Obviously, Surly Brewing, several great beers. You've, you've got my personal favorite, which remains the Furious. You've got Logic Bomb, so many great choices. But Before I Die, that is the official beer of PD because the official uh, mission of this show is to find a way to carve a way to a championship. Yeah, well, you know, some some people believe if you can just get into the tournament. Yeah, the Wolves believe that. Get in and see what happens. The Wolves believe that. Before we even start this exercise, too, I want to point out, you know me, I'm a big net yards per play guy because I think it, it tells a story. Like, la- like last year, at the end of the season, so a full season of sample size, the best teams in the NFL, net yards per play. So how many yards per play did you average on offense and how many did you give up on defense? What's the gap between those? If you're a good team, you're gaining more than you're giving up over the course mm-hmm. of a season, right? 
Last year, the best teams in the NFL net yards per play were the Eagles, Bills, Chiefs, 49ers. The Lions and the Dolphins were also knocking on the door, which was maybe sort of telling you what was going to happen in 2023 for them. And at the bottom of that list, the worst team's net yards per play were the Texans, Colts, Bears, and the injury-riddled Rams. Packers and Cardinals were also down there. So it really told the story about that one stat told the story of the league last year. Who are the best teams? Who are the worst teams? Through the first six weeks, Judd, the best teams in the NFL net. Well, I'll start at the bottom, actually. The worst teams are the Giants, the Bengals, who got their start to the season was really bad. This will probably even out for the Bengals a little bit. They had injured Joe Burrow. Mm -hmm. Panthers, Broncos, Steelers, Bears are at the bottom of the list, net yards per play. Yep. That tells a story. The top of the list is Dolphins by a mile. 49ers, Ravens, Lions, Chiefs, Browns with that crazy good defense. Vikings, just ahead of the Eagles and the Bills in net yards per play. So do you believe that the Vikings are a sleeping giant sitting on a run here? Or do you believe that that number is going to regress toward something worse? I think is is the question here. But that number tells you they're better than their record. Right. I believe it's problematic that their record is not better because that stat speaks to it should be. And then you ask the question, why isn't it? And then the question is answered through this turnovers. And as we talked about uh, on our first episode of Purple Daily today, drop passes. So uh, I guess the question is, can you keep up that success and minimize the mistakes or are, are the mistakes, which again, in a six-game sample size in this league, that's a pretty big sample size. Mm-hmm. So if you can clean up the mistakes, I think you definitely have some hope. But there are enough things that we've seen where I don't think that you can blame it now on just bad luck. Or if it's bad luck, it's season bad luck. Like if you want to say, because the thing with me is where I give, where I think I am a bit of a Pollyanna here, but where I give this team credit they won 13 games last year, okay? And we could talk about fourth quarter luck. We could talk about not not sustainable, which is probably true or has proven to be true, Phil. But the reality is they won 13 games. Like, I like I felt like there was this desire to crap on that, to be like, well, and, and there are some years where, you know what? Luck comes together with solid play, and that confluence leads to 13 wins. So, like, I'm not willing to say... This time around, well, you know what? This is all bad luck. So I think when you look at that stat, it's incredibly telling, but it also at times has to be coupled together with what else you're doing right or wrong to get the true read on it. And I would even take the word luck out because I think we do get tripped up on luck, luck meaning like it's totally out of your control. And I agree with you that preventing fumbles eventually is something that like has to be in your control. Now, once a ball hits the ground, who recovers it? There's a lot of luck in in that and a lot of noise in that. But I would use the word sustainable, that if a team that has fumbled as much as the Vikings have through the first six weeks, they're going to correct it like to some extent. Yeah, unless you think the Vikings are going to like double last year's NFL leader in fumbles. You know, that's so I would say to what extent is it sustainable if they're doing a lot of other things correct that allows them a gap in the yardage war? And they mm-hmm. stopped turning it over. Now, of course, they're without Justin Jefferson for the next four to six weeks. And they're without Marcus Davenport, who was really good healthy. in the two games he was healthy. Yes. So 
there's there's other forces at play here. But let's start with this Niners game. Let's work together on this. All right. Let's work as a team. No, let's get them nine. Let's, let's get them to nine wins. We got to carve them to nine. <laughs> so okay. this Niners game, they're like a touchdown underdog. Isn't it like six right now? I think Niners are road favorites in this game. Um, The Vikings are two and four right now. Mm-hmm. They would need to go seven and four the rest of the way to get to nine and eight. So I actually think, I think they're going to lose on Monday. Okay. I think they can lose on Monday and still get to nine wins if a bunch of things go right here in this exercise. But do you yep. want to fight for them to win this game in this exercise? Like, do you have any no. any belief that they're going to win this game? No, I think the drive to nine begins October 29th, to be honest with you. Okay. So, no, I will not fight you at all. Okay. So, we'll, we'll give them a loss against the Niners. I'm just going to keep, keep notes on my notepad here. Two and I, I could draw on the screen. I could. I should have set this up differently so I could draw on the screen. So now they're two and five. This is where they have to go on a run, right? Mm-hmm. Like, especially if you lose to San Francisco, you're going to have to turn around six days road game against Green Bay after playing San Francisco and just find a way to beat that team. So which, it's got to go Which in 2020, win. you did do. Now, I believe if I am correct about this, that was coming off the bye week. Yep. But if you recall, in 2020, it was that weird. It wasn't like raining, but I think it was a super windy day in Lambeau. And if I am correct on this, the Vikings committed to the ground game, and they did win. And that was, uh, that was again, a teetering point, because if they lost that game, it was done. Mm-hmm. And they started their turnaround, which was, which was not, not enough to get in the playoffs, but they did win that game and went on a little bit of a run that they would need here. That's right. That was the game where they decided we're only going to throw the ball like 13 times or something, right? Dalvin had a just... big day, right? And I think it was yes. super windy. Yes. And they won that game, and it was an upset at the time because they were playing. They, they had lost the opener with no fans there at home to Green Bay, and I think a lot, and they had traded Wong Wu at the deadline, and I think they had two wins. They might have had two wins at that time, too. Yeah. So we're going, if we're going lost to San Francisco, and then it would be a win at Green Bay. Right. Yep. Oh, okay, yeah. So. Yes. If if the mission is nine, I think you. Yes, I think you have to win that game. And that gets them to three and five. OK, now we go at Atlanta. OK. That's a tougher game. Like everyone's kind of looking at that game. You know, these are easier games, right? Atlanta's got three wins already. Yeah. They've got tons of weapons on offense. Are you going to win back to back road games? If you want to get to nine wins, you're going to have to at some point, maybe. Right. Well, no, because I think you could win. So I think this stretch, it's my personal opinion that you would need to go in the stretch of games, um, not including the game against the Bears. I think you need to win Green Bay, the Saints, and the Broncos. I think you could go three and one realistically. Okay. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'll go down this path. What do you think? I think, well, here's what I think, just broadly. I did this exercise on Twitter, 
a couple days ago just for fun, and I had them losing to the Niners and then rattling off six consecutive wins from that Packers game all the way through the bye and then the game after the bye beating the Raiders to get to eight and five. But I'm with you. Winning back-to-back road games after playing San Francisco, which I know people are like, why do you keep bringing that up? Because it's a stat. Like they right. Teams that play San Francisco almost always lose the next week. Right. So going on the road twice, probably aren't winning back-to-back road games and probably aren't winning six consecutive games after starting two and five. Right. So let's let's give them a loss. I'm with you on this one. A tough game. So three and, so three and a loss six. in Atlanta, but then you come home on the 12th of November and beat the Saints. And then you win at Denver. Yes, that Denver game is looking juicy, and there's almost no way it's a Sunday night football game at that point. Good, thank you. So we would go a win home against New Orleans. Derek Carr, too, is just having kind of a, I don't know. Derek Carr, well, that's Derek a game. Carr is not, not at his and, and in Patrick Royce fashion, by the way, if you lose to San Francisco on Monday night, it will be the first time the franchise has ever started 0-4 at home. Wow. Met Stadium, Metrodome, TCF Bank Stadium, U.S. Bank Stadium. They have never, I, I saw it in, uh, Mark Craig, the Star Tribune wrote this. They have never been 0-4 at home. That's crazy. And what, God, that's, uh, yeah, that's kind of mind-blowing, actually. And some of the losses, too, it's like, why are you losing to the Buccaneers? I know the Buccaneers' oh, defense, yeah. and they've, they've, Proven to be maybe more. You blew the, the Chiefs game. Yeah, the Chiefs game was there. You could have won that game. Yeah. So now we. Uh, all right, I'm just making my notes here. So now we're 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 giving them a win against New Orleans. We're giving them a win at Denver. Yes. And now it's the last game before the bye. Here it is an extra day of rest to Monday night football game that actually probably gets flexed. So probably not an extra day of rest. Home against the Bears. I mean that's got to be a win. Has right? to be a win. And so. To go back to the four-game segment we talked about, at Green Bay, at the Falcons, versus the Saints, at home, at Denver. If you go three and one, I think if you're if the drive here is to nine and a potential wildcard berth, Phil, I think you have to go three and one with a win at Green Bay because at that point now, you're two and oh in, in the division. So if you, right. and then if you beat the Bears, so if you beat the Falcons, that's in conference, but not in the division. So if you beat the Bears then, which you damn well should, in the November 27th game, now you're 3-0 and in the division, which is absolutely huge as far as tiebreakers go. And con- but the, in the conference, but if you're tied with like, uh, you know, an NFC South team or something, it's con- they go to conference record before they would take any division record, right? For yeah, I'm just spot. saying as far as in the division, yes, yes, yes. It's still a problem. I'm just trying to think of the best... I would rather have the at Green Bay win in conference in division. What is there? The let, let's keep track of their conference record here too. So they're right now they're let's see, one, one, two, one, oh, and two, two, one and two. They're two and two in conference. Two and two. So they're not in, yeah, not in terrible shape there. And then we have them San Francisco is a loss, so that's two and three. Green Bay's a win, that's three and three. Atlanta's a loss, so that's three and four. New Orleans a win, four and four. Chicago's a win. So we have them five and four in conference now. By week. Raiders. So again, five games left. We have them six and six going into the bye. They would feel very energized. The Raiders are not a great team. Need three but wins. now you get back-to-back road games. You need three wins in these last five Ooh. games to get to nine with two again. Man, you're gonna have to either beat 
are, are, I think we're giving them a win against the Raiders, a win at home against the Packers, and then they either have to beat Cincinnati on the road or beat Detroit in one of those two games, right? Hmm. How about okay? How about this? Win against the Raiders. Okay. Seven. Depending and six. on yep. Depending on where things stand, lost to the Bengals, but then Christmas Eve. Time to open some presents. Oh. You beat the Lions at home. Or may I present another path? Of course. Because I think the Lions are I think the Lions are a level or two better than the Vikings. The okay. Lions beat the Vikings on Christmas Eve, mm-hmm. which effectively, if they haven't already, clinches the division. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're but, but the Lions are not necessarily a lock. Or the Lions are, let's say the 49ers go on and they're like, they're going to be a two-loss team and the, the Lions can't catch the 49ers or the Eagles. Is there a scenario where, so I've got us, I've got us through the Cincinnati game here. So we're seven and seven now going into the last three games. They got to find two wins in these last three. So they got to beat Green Bay and then Detroit once. Detroit wins on Christmas Eve and, and they're locked into like the two or the three seed. But they're not playing for anything in week 18. But you like are. It. Because you're beating, you're trying to get a wild card spot. I like it. Doesn't that seem more feasible than like both teams playing at their peak? I think if the it Lions are playing, yeah. like yes. if they if it, they sit Jared Goff or something, you know, it's feasible. Or so Goff plays like a quarter. Let's give him a loss at home to the Lions. I know okay. Vikings fans, but it's it, dude, the Lions. This is the best Lions team of our lifetimes. So, so now they're them. seven and eight. So you're going to have to, in, in our world, you're basically going to have to sweep the Packers. Yep, which is totally possible this year. Mm-hmm. That's not a great team. And Bakhtiari. Oh, so there's going to be two. Yeah, yeah, it's two. Yeah, two teams that are. So great. it'd be a win against the Packers. That gets you to 8-8. Eight and eight, mm-hmm. And then you'd beat a Lions team that's not playing for anything in Detroit. And that gets you to 9-8. and eight, And I believe that gives you a 7-5 and five conference record. Which should... Right that, now you're at the mercy of tiebreakers and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then in the division, you would have gone four and two because you would have swept the Packers, swept the Bears. Oh no, you would have gone five and one, right? Yeah, you would have split with the Lions, but you would have swept the Bears and the Packers. Wow. So you're in great shape in the division. How about that? Isn't that crazy? Okay, let's we're, let's digest what we just did here in a second. Uh, after we shout out our friends over at Livia, who's been helping a lot of Purple Daily listeners over the past couple of years change their lives and lose weight, Judd. Yes, exactly right, Phil. In fact, what, now, a couple of years back or so, they helped me drop 40 pounds. And the most important thing is they help you keep the weight off. But I want to tell you a quick story here, okay? So about a year plus ago, Steve sent me a note. And Steve was was 316 pounds. And he's like, I want to lose weight. Does this work? And I'm like, dude, it absolutely works. Try it. Well, I got a note from Steve this past week that he is one pound away from his goal. Steve has dropped 98 pounds. Wow, he has lost 98 pounds. And, and he sent me a note and basically just said, I want to check in and tell you this because, again, Livia Weight Control Centers works. And right now through Saturday, they have a deal that if you're procrastinating, uh, between the deal that they have and this note from Steve should help you to make that call or go on online. And that is this. If you join by Saturday, six months free. 
That's right. Six months for free. Now, this is going to be gone as of Sunday, and they do have deals after that, but nothing like this. Six months free, 855-GO-L-I-V-E-A, Livia.com, L-I-V-E-A.com. Guys, if you want to lose weight, if you want to keep the weight off, Livia is the way to go. And if you don't believe Sports Dad, Steve's note to me, 98 pounds. Congratulations, dude. That's awesome. Awesome, man. Steve, that is really cool to hear. And if yeah, if you guys have stories too, send them in. Absolutely. About how Olivia has changed your life. You know, if Maya was able to communicate in written form, she would tell her story about how Nutrisource has changed her life. You know, she uh, she loves Nutrisource. I, I did find the B roll. Declan's Declan's on vacay here, so we're kind of flying. Oh, but you got all the B roll. I do have a video here. I found. Maya. This is uh, just a gloriously happy Maya Mackie. Every single time we put a scoop of Nutrisource chicken and rice in her bowl. She also loves these salmon flavored training treats too, Judd. So mm -hmm. we're a Nutrisource home here. It's the official pet and dog food of Scorn North and Purple Daily. Stella is the exact same way. Uh, she was up this morning pawing at my covers being like, you got to get up. And I'm like, why Stella? And she said, because of the same, because my friend Maya is eating right now. And I went to as well. Nutrisource is fantastic. And uh, by the way, Dawn and I considering another dog, Phil. We're considering what? another. Dawn sent me a note of this this uh, this dog, a rescue dog, that she is just so cute. And oh, we might have. So we might be feeding two dogs now. You wow. never know. But you know what we do know? They'll all be getting Nutrisource. Nutrisourcepetfoods.com so to find a Nutrisource retailer near you. Wow. We got... Uh... People losing weight. We got the Zolgads adding a dog. Two a small dogs. You know, they're so here. cute. I just love I, I love them. They're such good company. Really so, okay, now that we've done this exercise, we got them to nine and eight. Even losing to the Niners, we got them to nine and eight. Mm -hmm. How realistic does this feel to you? Well, boy, it's a good question. <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't feel as stupid as it sounded when we started um that being said does that get them a playoff berth i have no clue because like by then you're talking about just a jumbled conference right with tiebreakers yeah. and and so like do, do i does it sound realistic that what we did gets them to the playoffs not necessarily uh does it seem like if they get their act together and start to play better football yeah it if does. they beat San Francisco, it does maybe even for for detrimental purposes. Like it changes everything. Does it stop me from making trades at the deadline? Which I is think it stops you from trading Hunter. Game? I think it stops you from trading Hunter, which is a, a could be a franchise changing trade. I, I was gonna say I think that's too bad then because here's my thing. You have so many questions that will come up after the season about your pass rushing ends because remember. Hunter can walk about your quarterback because mm -hmm. cousins can walk. So would I rather see them just continue to sort of spiral? Yes. Personally, I would, because yeah. I think for the long-term health of the franchise, um, taking it in the shorts for a year is preferable to me. Uh, but do I, do I say in this league, oh man, no, you look at the saints, they're a juggernaut, right? You look at the Raiders. How are you going to beat the Raiders in Las Vegas? Yeah. No, I, I, there are every week. I, I mean, Phil, just go up and look at the first scores. The Viking season has been a disappointment, but if you look at the scores, the majority of those games were winnable. Yeah. 
Some of it depends on like, I know you beat the bears without Justin Jefferson, but your offense looked really clunky and you had a hard yeah, time getting the ball good. to anyone other than Madison. Like you're facing a real football team now that isn't just going to like Booney pointed out the bears on the first play of the game, just like Justin Fields just yeah. didn't count the number of defenders up against a five man offensive protection, like stuff like that. That's not happening against Kyle Shanahan and the four. Oh, hell no, no. But starting with the Packers game can yeah. number eight, put this team on his back and with the assistance of KOC, can yep. they say, you know what? Screw it. We're going to win football games. Yep. Dude, the way you just put that, I know people are kind of afraid to confront that, but this is the type of situation. Jefferson's out injury on defense. You're in a two and four hole, maybe a two and five hole. It's time for, if he's really a top guy, right? It's time for Kirk to rise above all the fray, put this team on his back and go win five straight games. Right. That's a fair well, ask. And, fair and, I ask. Will, and I will give you the conversation that I would like to hear. I would like to find out in retrospect that Kirk Cousins came in on Tuesday, said, you know what, honey, Julie, I'm out of here. I'm going in to meet with coach. And what I would like to hear is this, and I'm not being, this is not flippant. I'm being dead serious. What I would like to hear is Kevin, 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 sit down. You sit down, not me. Because I'm going to tell you right now. Alexander Madison as a bell cow is not working. I need cam makers there more. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying Alexander can't play, but I am saying what you're doing is a mistake. So number one, this is my team. I'm the damn quarterback here. I need the running backs. I need more of a rotation. The other thing that I, that I would like him to do is pull out an offensive depth chart. And instead of highlight guys, line delete guys and say, and say, you know what? Here's the deal. Jordan Addison's going to get the ball a ton. And before anyone says, well, but what if he's covered? What if he's covered? What if yeah. he's covered? Let me tell you something real quick here. There was a guy that wore number four in 2009 who decided that number 18 was going to be his guy. And I saw this guy do the same thing in Green Bay with a guy named Javon Walker. And you know what he didn't try to do? Well, number 17, KJ Osborne was open. So I had to, did, did he not throw the ball to Osborne? No. Did he at times make decisions to throw higher risk passes to Sidney Rice? Unfortunately, the last one didn't turn out, but in the regular season it worked out great. Did he make decisions to throw higher risk passes to Sidney Rice? Absolutely. He did. Yeah. The, starting on, I, I would pull the team together in the locker room today and say, boys, here's what, here's what's going. After coming in on my day off, I would pull the team in the locker room today. If I was Kirk and I would say, okay, Jordan and TJ. I need you to be prepared to help carry this team. And TJ, I need you to pull your head out. And we are going to, we are going to pick teams apart with us mm -hmm. and KJ and the rest of you guys. Awesome. You show up. I want you here on time and you will occasionally get the football, but the days of me saying, well, I was throwing to the open man are done. We're going, this is how we're going to pull our season out. I don't that's think, I yeah, I do. I don't think it's too much to ask. He doesn't that have it in him, but that's is, what I want. This is it, man. Like you're yes. not making the money that you've made over the six years with the Vikings to just like play well when everything's going great. Right. This is where, you know, we had, uh, we had a program director tell us correctly one time when we did a four hour sports radio show back on the old ESPN twin oh. cities days, 15 hour ESPN PTSD. And he said, you know what? It's, relatively easy not easy but like anyone can do a a decent sports talk show the day after a, a football game right it's june july it's the two 
last two weeks in May, it's the dead period where you make your money as a sports talk host or whatever. Like that's when you're just manufacturing segments and talkers and whatever it is. This is where quarterbacks make their money. Patrick Mahomes. Hey, we got to trade Tyree Kill, and we're going to bring in a bunch of random dudes, a seventh-round running back. We need you to make it work. Okay, sounds good. Kirk, this is it, man. Like, it's it's imperfect circumstances. You're buried in the standings, and it is not too much to ask that you elevate your play, you elevate your leadership, and you elevate above some of the muck here that's existed the first six weeks. I and, agree. And that does not mean being a team guy, and that does not mean being liked. It means actually go, going in pissed off and telling everyone, including the coach, what you plan on doing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Interesting. So, well, there it is. There's See your it. path. We just we just fixed the Vikings. So if they don't want to take this advice and win a few more, seven more games between now and January, and you know, Kirk Cousins hulks up a little bit, then no, sorry. Well, then make free those advice trades. for them. Then make those trades. <laughs> yeah. So, all right, that's a wrap here. Purple Daily, Daily Vikings Entertainment, presented by Quick Trip. We just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die. Tomorrow, we'll have a Feedback Friday live on the Purple Daily YouTube channel at 10 a.m., just after 10 a.m. Central Time. What is a realistic number of wins? If the Vikings start to get a little bit hot, let us know in the YouTube comment section here.